Hello and welcome to the new podcast, A Sailor and a Philosopher Walk Into a Bar. Here we've got Louise and Vieta. We've been friends since middle school. And in this podcast, we get together and we just talk about all the crazy things that are happening in the world and all the bizarre ways that despite our very different career paths, uh, we have kind of ended up on similar tracks today. Enjoy. So, how has your week been? Um, eh, you know, pretty pretty much the same as it has been. I just got an email saying um, <laughs> my Adobe products are no longer available, which is kind of like... I've been waiting on that for a while because my uh I got Photoshop and like you know the whole Adobe suite through my school which I haven't gone to since like <laughs> like in like May or June so it took them long enough I'm glad I've had it this long but I guess I mean I'm I'm willing to pay for it I'm just like glad I had it for free for this long <laughs> Yeah I mean that's pretty good <laughs> Oh man yeah, I think, like, Notre Dame kicks you out of the system in, like, two seconds after graduation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, my school email is still active. Nothing goes to it, but, I mean, I've been checking it, and still, it's still there. <laughs> yeah, we get all yeah. these, like, threatening messages, like, leading up to graduation that, like, <laughs> you always access to everything, so back it all up or get ready to lose it forever, and... Very dramatic. I've been ready to lose everything forever, and I just didn't. And I was like, "Oh, I wonder. I wonder how long this is gonna go." <laughs> yeah, I mean, technically, my undergraduate email still exists. I I don't know how to like sign in because like we entered the land of two factor authentication <laughs> <laughs> since I was an undergraduate, so. I can't get into it right now, but I know it's still there. It still persists. <laughs> <laughs> I took uh, an engineering class in high school. And I'm pretty sure I still have access to like my student Autodesk account, which is what we used for um for our like 3D modeling software and all that. And it uh -huh. gives you like a trial, like a one year trial of whatever the software is, but they update it every year. So I'm pretty sure, like, my computer's nowhere near good enough to run software like that, but I'm pretty sure I still have it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I, the world has changed so much with, like, you know, like, back in the day, you'd, like, actually buy the software and, like... Yeah. Like, I didn't even notice that was a thing until recently, and I was like, wait, I can't buy, like a cd of photoshop this sucks like what do you mean i have to keep paying for it <laughs> subscribe forever and ever crash <laughs> yeah no, it makes me angry sometimes because like you know get like the the suite the cloud whatever whatever adobe thing is and like i wanted to start learning video editing so i was trying to figure out premiere yeah but I don't have a machine. I have no hardware that's a, a sophisticated enough that it can run Premiere. Mm -hmm. So, but I still pay for Premiere as part of the suite. Like, I can't, like, Okay, decide, so you have, okay, like, the full suite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
like I can't edit it. So I'm literally paying for something that I cannot. I mean, technically I can open it. I just can't import any video. <laughs> oh, really? I yeah. actually had, like I thought I would have uh trouble with uh with Premiere, but I've I've been able to run it. And my my computer is not that great. Like I think it recommends a minimum of like 16 gigabytes of RAM. I only have 8, but it's it's been I mean, I haven't used it very much and I haven't used it for anything like extensive, so maybe that's why. But Yeah, I mean, yeah. my problem is like I have the the power needed, but I don't have a graphics card. Oh, okay. Um, I, I mean, I have, I have like, uh, I mean, my my laptop is my most powerful machine, and it's sufficiently old that it has like the very first generation of the kind of graphics card it has, mm -hmm. and you can't, they don't, they don't give you updates for like it's not supported in the way it would need to be in order to get to the space it has to be for it to like Premiere, and. Okay. You know, it's a laptop, so I can't, like, swap out the graphics card. Yeah. I'm, like, I've been sitting next to, like, my parts for the computer that I was going to build, and I think I bought this stuff back in, like, April, and I'm still, like, missing parts, and I never got around to building the actual computer, and the parts I'm missing, I'm, like, I'm missing two things, and it's, like... It's the RAM and the freaking, why am I blanking out? Like the main part, like the processor. <laughs> I'm missing the RAM and the processor, which is like arguably like, like the two most important parts. Yeah. But I did get a pretty decent graphics card because I was supposed to, you know, I, after my, uh, my, after I got my associates in graphic design, I was going to go into 3D modeling. So I was trying to plan ahead and build my computer for that stuff. And now I'm just sitting here like, oh, okay, cool. I got parts. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I mean, I'm if I'm going to do video editing, uh, I'm going to have to, I think we're going to have to get or like build or get a new tower. Because um, mm -hmm. like we bought, I mean, I just, when I, all the tech I have right now, maybe with the exception of my iPad Pro, um, I don't know what it's capable of, but it does like, I don't use a keyboard with it. So I don't, I just tend not to use it for things that aren't like handwriting oriented. Mm -hmm. um, but like, I didn't buy any of this tech, uh, thinking at all about video or, you know, I wasn't expecting to be on this, right. I was going to be like a professor. You don't need that stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just completely switched gears and like, I just don't, I don't really like to learn the easy way to do things. <laughs> <laughs> I want to learn the really powerful thing so that I only have to learn one thing ever, right? <laughs> so that's why, that's why I don't really know how to use Canvas. Or is it Canvas? Canva? Uh, Canva, yeah. Like I just skipped that step and I went to Illustrator because I I didn't want to learn the baby version. I wanted the big kid one. So when I have big kid problems, I'm already familiar with the big kid's face. I get that. I I totally understand that. So, oh man. But until I get you know until I like we decide to actually buy the the computer or the parts whatever we're doing. Um, yeah. Like. 
I'm either not making video or like I, I'm not somebody who's afraid to do things in like one take. Um, yeah. Like it's fine. Like I'm I, I don't like stumble over my words a ton or like if I do, I just decide it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm okay with that, but uh, you know, like I'm kind of I'm kind of thinking to like shifting my focus on my business stuff, like a little bit away from one-on-one -on -one coaching and a little bit more towards, um, online courses. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I want to be able to do more sophisticated things than what mm -hmm. I currently know how to do, um, with video. So I don't know. That's just kind of like, it's a little bit on hold at the moment because I got far enough into trying to figure out Premiere and stuff to realize that like I have hardware problems so oh okay <laughs> yeah I like with the tech that I buy I get like really idealistic about the things that I want to do and like I I want this really good camera and this and that and like it just turns out to be another Facebook browsing machine <laughs> like <it's> just... <laughs> Like, everything I have is just another device to browse Facebook, and I hate myself for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love having, like, the latest and greatest tech. Like, it's, I'm really different than my partner, right? Like, um, I mean, my partner actually comes from a more wealthy background than I do. Um, I'm pretty working class. I, yeah. I lived kind of middle class, but that was, like, through the wealth of my ancestors, like what my family was actually doing was working class stuff. So, um, but like, so I could, we couldn't always like realistically afford the latest and greatest, but like there are two things that I need in my life to be okay. I need good tech and I need good glasses. <laughs> I have those two things. I'm pretty, I'm, I can pretty much handle a lot of things. So, you know, I'll have like my Galaxy phone and like I have the holiest underwear that you've ever, like I just don't my new underwear because that's fine, but I need the shiniest phone. <laughs> Dude, I remember when, um, when smartphones first started to become a thing, I was so like, against it and I was like no that's fucking weird they don't have buttons why would they not have buttons like <laughs> and I kept my flip phone for the longest time to the point where I'm pretty sure it was going to explode because it would get so hot and the battery would only last an hour and when I charged it it just felt like it was going to explode <laughs> and I think um shoot it was like 2011 I finally got a got a smartphone I got the original um Galaxy S when it first came out <laughs> and I walked into the into the store like the AT&T store and um I was like oh um I I, I think I'm due for an upgrade and they're like oh show us what you got <laughs> my Samsung A707 freaking flip phone from high school and they're like dear god <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I've just, I had, um, I mean, I, I don't come to the latest and greatest right when it comes out. I'm definitely yeah, yeah. somebody who waits like at least a year. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, I like learning about it and like, I like 
I mean, I really like it when the tech evolves so I can do something that I couldn't do before. Mm-hmm. Um, so like little piddly things I don't really care about. Like if it's slightly optimized or whatever, like whatever, I don't care. Um, yeah. And like, there's lots of stuff people like are playing with cameras and things that like at this point, the, the things I do with my phone, it just doesn't matter to me. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but when there's like, a really strong change and like I was so resistant to getting an iPad for so long because I'm I'm generally anti-Apple because I think I think all their products and stuff are good but I think they're like overpriced because you're buying the Apple name oh yeah yeah I get that um so I had I had a couple um different kinds of tablets before that were more like Windows operating system oriented mm-hmm and I tried them. I wanted them to work. I wanted them to be the answer. <laughs> and I just, I ended up with an iPad through my ex-husband because he was working for a llama. Um, he's Buddhist. He's a Buddhist monk. <laughs> my ex-husband was a Buddhist monk uh, and he was working for a Buddhist llama, which is like a... a which is totally different from llamas and hats. <laughs> they are different. They do wear hats sometimes. So. <laughs> but like this, this llama was running a, a Dharma center, which is kind of like a Buddhist church. Mm-hmm. And um, somehow my ex ended up helping him when we were separated. And then when we got back together, um, when we were forced back together, let's make sure that it's clear. It wasn't my choice. <laughs> circumstances forces to come back together he had the llama had given him his his like older ipad because he had gotten a new one so then um my my now ex-husband like gave it to me basically because he thought it would be good for my school like he was always kind of supportive of my school even though he brought lots of chaos and darkness into my life so i couldn't do school but like he wanted to help me. <laughs> so, he um gave me this iPad and like, you know, up until then I had had all these other kinds of tablets and I really, I wanted to not be an iPad person, but as soon as I got my hands on it, I was like, no, like this is such a smoother experience. Like everything about it is working so much better. And so when I, um, I took some of the funds I, I got from working for orientation for Notre Dame for, um, like I would help run graduate student orientation at the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. Um, and they give me like a grant that I could use to buy stuff, uh, which like in the academy, most money is earmarked. So you either have to spend it on like conference and kind of like intangible like travel, like that kind of stuff, or you have to buy it on like technology or books or like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, it's pretty rare as a graduate student, at least at Notre Dame to run into the kind of money for like physical objects. They'll give you money for for conferences, for travel, but not for physical things. So mm-hmm. um, as soon as I got that cash, I I knew I was going to buy an iPad Pro. <laughs> <laughs> so I have, I think the largest one you can have, it's not the newest one now, right? They have like a newer one that has like that virtual reality thing, like built into the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the hell the point of that thing is. I'm not interested. <laughs> so but I love taking notes on it. Like it's so like I, I use good notes and I just I just love that whole experience. So that's 
that's the one I think I think tablets that's the one space I might I might have some loyalty to Apple but everything else I'm like it's so expensive it's not customizable hardly at all it does insulting things to me like hides files from me <laughs> don't like that I can see files and not break my computer like <laughs> So, I mean, I'm so stubborn because, like, when I was in when I was in college, I had also I had inherited a MacBook that I used my first year of college that I gotten through my uncle because he worked for the Oakland School District, which was a nightmare. But somehow he had ended up with this old MacBook. It was like a 2006 MacBook, so it was mm -hmm. old when even when I was in college. <laughs> I started college in 2009. Yeah. And I was so damn stubborn that I loaded the Windows operating system onto it. <laughs> so I and then the some shit I would do. I get, I get that. <laughs> it was very awkward to use. And I remember I had to like keep asking some of my friends for help. Because I'd never like partitioned a hard drive before. Like that was kind of confusing. Yeah. And like I didn't know how to do anything when you got into the Mac space. Because I only knew Windows. And over time I learned both. But... I've been a very stubborn, like, if I get a Mac thing in my hands, I, it's because I didn't pay for it, and I'm going to try to convince it to not be a Mac thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a stubborn, like, early 2000s geek where I was trying to hate Windows and just, like, be, be all about, like, Linux and open source and all that, and, like, I just... I mean, Windows is so comfortable for me. I just, I, I can't. Like, I I have, like, the computer I'm on right now, um, since you mentioned partitioning hard drives, like, I think half of it is, like, for, like, so I I loaded uh, Ubuntu Linux onto this first, and then I was like, oh, I'm just going to use Linux. And then I was like, fuck, so many things, so many things require Windows. <laughs> so I think I, like, I probably like split the hard drive in half where I was like oh I'm gonna use half for Windows things and half for Linux things and I just don't use Linux for anything and everything's on Windows and I can't there's not like I don't think Adobe the Adobe products work on Linux and there was like and I originally built this computer because I was uh I was planning on like trading stocks and stuff and getting like hardcore into that and I was like oh but I need Windows to run that software and I, I was like fuck it I just like <laughs> I installed Windows and I've just been using it ever since. <laughs> That's what I get you. It's like the ecosystem. Yeah, man. <laughs> you can't you can't escape. That's one reason I'm really resistant to the, like the wearables technology, like the Oh yeah. <laughs> like I don't I don't want I mean I I right now I like Samsung for my phone. Like I like the Galaxy lines. I've got an S10 Plus. Like I like the biggest thing you can get. You know, I'm a big woman. I like big things. <laughs> um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm really deeply skeptical about the new, there's like a foldable screen Samsung phone that just came out that's got like a screen oh, yeah. on the front also. Yeah, I think that's going to be the new thing is uh, Windows is coming coming out with like a few uh, foldable devices too. Like yeah. I mean, in time for Christmas or something. Yeah. I think... I think uh, like Samsung came, was it, was it Samsung or maybe it was Huawei? Um, like last year or something, there was a foldable phone on the market, but it was trash. It just, I, what? 
it just didn't it didn't work at scratch super easily like you had to you know keep it in a special place in your house because like dust could break it like (laughs) I'm skeptical of whatever's happening now (laughs) I am unsubscribed or I at least I was I unsubscribed a whole bunch of things because I opt into a lot of mailing lists and um but I opted into the mailing list for the for the new uh Motorola Razor and that's been out for a while and that that's what it is is it's a it's a foldable smartphone but I don't think anybody has it I've not seen it in real life ever and I think the reviews say like people aren't buying it because it's like 4g and it's not 5g capable and like why would they do that and Mm. i don't know speaking of mailing lists i saw that you uh send out a thing for uh empowerment through thought so you're you're sending out mail now (laughs) i send out a mail (laughs) that is that's good (laughs) i tried um i was you know i've been you know i got i got like punished on Instagram with a bot um so I've been really like okay it's kind of bad to focus too much on just Instagram you should like do something else and I know the answer is to build an email list but I've been struggling with like what the hell do you say to the people on the email list yeah Um, it's not like I'm currently pushing a product or something like that and I've gone through like a bunch of different ideas but I decided like you know, I need to get comfortable with the thing. So just like, it's better to do it and have it be imperfect and weird and just get used to doing it. Cause now I'm doing everything through Kajabi and that's, uh, you know, there's like a learning curve just to figure out cause Kajabi is very powerful, but you've got to like figure out how to do the thing. So mm-hmm. I did it. I have nothing else scheduled at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's something that's you know you're doing better than me (laughs) yeah no I get the same way about like I've thought about building an email list and it's like oh I don't have a product but I know like I know like you're not really supposed to be pushing a product in the beginning anyway you're supposed to be building a relationship with your audience but like even then I'm like "Eh." I'm like iffy about it but I did hit like 1k likes on my uh on my Facebook page and I've noticed like a lot more activity I don't I, I think maybe like a thousand likes is like the tipping point where the algorithm just starts showing you to more people so nice. I don't know but yeah oh that's great I have I think like 30 likes on my Facebook <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but Facebook's not your main thing Instagram is so yeah that's right yeah I've got yeah. I, I broke 2000 on Instagram nice holy shit so. <laughs> That's good. I seem to have stalled out for some reason at about 2100. Because but... you're a bot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. I mean, I've been trying different things. It was really effective to go into content related to me and like follow people. It was an authentic attempt to connect. But uh, I'm not doing that the way that I was because I don't want to get punished again. So I think it's slowing stuff down. But it's okay like growth isn't like everything a lot of it is about you know creating relationships with the people that are there yeah um but i did today uh, much like i did with the email list i decided to because i did a poll on my stories and i was like okay i'm doing some long-term planning like 
tell me where you'd like to see empowerment through thought. Like, tell me like what kind of spaces are we talking podcasts or doing blog posts. And I didn't just ask the question. I like gave them where they could vote for one or the other. Mm-hmm. And no one likes IGTV apparently. <laughs> I don't, there was like one person that messaged me and was like, no, it's good. Cause you can start watching in your grid and then click into it. Um, but the vast majority of people thought IGTV was dumb. YouTube is better, but there was a strong preference for reels. Um, mm-hmm. So today I was grumpy because my partner was supposed to go with me to campus to run an errand and he was in a meeting that was going long. So I decided to make my very first reel on Instagram. <laughs> so it's it's kind of bad because um, Instagram thinks that I'm like a business and it won't let you pick your own music if you're a business. Huh, really? Which doesn't make sense. I think there's something about like if you're selling something with oh, okay. copywritten music, it's complicated, but I'm not like selling a product. But I figured out there's a workaround where if you just find another video that has the music and then you you use that audio, you can have music in yours. <laughs> so we we did that. And um, I got like a, I got a letter from my father who I'm in no contact with right now. And uh, I made a little video about that and it's doing, it's like performing really well. <laughs> so <laughs> That's that good. Was good. That was a good thing to, to do while I was grumpy about my schedule not going the way I wanted it today. <laughs> <laughs> So we're out here. We're trying. We're trying. Yeah. That's, that's all. That's all anyone can ask for. <laughs> yeah, I went to. Um, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing to talk about, but I went to a a event this weekend. Um, this past weekend, that it was supposed to be like a three day conference, and it was supposed like to be in like person. No, I mean, it's normally oh. in person, but this was a virtual okay. event. Oh, okay, I was confused. I was like, who's having in-person events right now? <laughs> I know your school's been weird, but... <laughs> <laughs> we haven't that far yet. Um, just at the Rose Garden, that's the only place we have in-person events. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I went to this thing, and there was some good stuff. There was definitely some some content, but it was like on the second day of it, um, on the second half, this guy had been pitching me this program he wanted me to join that cost $15,000. Dear God. Um, And he was pitching me for two hours on this one thing. And, you know, at the end of two hours, I could see we were kind of like coming to the end of it. And I was like, okay, like, you know, this is a long thing. I can understand if, you know, we're working on content, like you're delivering some value, but here in the middle, we need to do some pitching to justify the free content. I understand that. And then at the end of the two hours, he started pitching his next product to me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I know I'm supposed to be in the world of sales right now. And like, I'm supposed to be learning this stuff. There's Um, just some stuff that's so scummy, though. Like, I just can't stand it. (laughs) You know, I just can't tolerate it. It makes me kind of angry. (laughs) I just, I don't like getting pitched on something like this this is i mean maybe this makes me a bad salesperson i don't know and i don't know how big a problem this is for my business but 
there's a point at which like I just want to have the information that I need to make the decision and I don't want to hear all of the other stuff right yeah like I don't need the emotional appeals I don't need you telling me how this is going to revolutionize my life like give me the facts let me think about it on my own and he it wasn't a really high pressure environment but was this a live webinar or on like zoom or something it was live was Uh, it in your browser was it in my it was in zoom so it was was in zoom okay live event gotcha Uh, okay it was actually live because there are like those webinars that i get every so often through my feed where it's like oh it's a live webinar then you click through and it's not live and like because it'll be like oh starting in 15 minutes but it's always starting in 15 minutes and (laughs) and the way I've worked around that is that I have like a YouTube downloader like video downloader app on my phone and it'll download those videos and I can just fast forward through to the parts that I want and then like see their pitch at the end and then just like totally ignore it (laughs) but um no, it's, it's hard to sit through in real time. Yeah, no, that's garbage. <laughs> I like, hate this. This thing was complicated because, like, they, he had a clever model where, like, the first day you meet with a coach and, um, you know, this is you meet for, like, 15 minutes, which, like, the coach, like, he trains coaches, right? So these coaches were part of his program. <laughs> it's one of those, okay. <laughs> into itself okay I mean he's not I don't think he's totally full of shit he's good at making money or whatever right um, right but like you you did it on the first day and then you scheduled to meet with the person again on the on the third day mm-hmm. so it's supposed to like you have this commitment now to like make it through the thing but I, I didn't go to anything on the third day like after having two hours of somebody sell me on a thing in you know I mean, I just, I just don't, I don't want to be this person. I don't want to pitch things like this. I don't want to be so relentless. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I know I'm supposed to learn something, right? People say like, you can learn a lot from sales by just listening to other people's pitches. Mm -hmm. Okay. Maybe that's true. But like, if it makes me like want to throw up, I'm not sure it's worth it. (laughs) Sorry, that was Catherine. <laughs> yeah, no, I I understand that. Like, even um, shoot, did you get, did you get like some email about like um, ClickFunnels' two comma club uh, live event or whatever? I know that they did it again recently, but I, they they did one like their first one a few months ago. Um, but that yeah. ended up feeling like this giant like sales pitch for click funnels is like super super high tier like twenty thousand dollar coaching program and i was like like wow you guys really took like your time to do all this this is like wild i want my money back (laughs) (laughs) and i did i mean you know there was at least that they were like that because they had that guarantee where like if you go through the like the three days of like this you know conference or whatever and you you're not satisfied you get you know they don't charge your card and I was like I sent an email to like support at ClickFunnels and I was like yeah so this was basically OFA but really like 
weird (laughs) and I didn't learn anything new (laughs) they're like okay that's cool (laughs) yeah I don't I don't understand these things like I get that if like the thing I went to cost a dollar which yeah you know it was just supposed to what he had like some fucking stupid catchphrase what was it It was like (laughs) they always do (laughs) they always do it's just I don't know there's some part of it that's exhausting and then I was I I was just super drained from it afterward I was like I why am I doing this work like I don't want to be a salesperson just like all the stuff that I'm like I know what they would say right they'd be like oh you have these limiting beliefs yeah yeah (laughs) After a while, it just gets repetitive, and you know what they're going to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. And, like, they're always like, oh, well, you just need to invest in yourself. And, like, if you care about yourself at all, you're going to spend fifteen <laughs> grand right now. <laughs> we need to make one of those, um, like, bingo cards that has all these things on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ugh. No, I don't, I don't know. I mean, part of me, like one reason I think I want to use funnels is because I never want to have to do that. Right, right. Like um, I want the robot to sell the thing. <laughs> I want like a recorded video that I made like one time in the past to like do the thing because I don't ever want to be there and like watch the pain that is being created for these people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Have you seen anything about uh, Groove Funnels yet? No, what is that? They're um, they're a new like ClickFunnels competitor, but I feel like they're trying too hard. But they're free if you want to sign up with them. I can send you a link or whatever. And they like they have like an upgraded option because uh, because of course they do. <laughs> um, but <laughs> but I think it'll like their free version will make you will let you make like three funnels for free or whatever before you have to upgrade. So. Um, yeah yeah I mean I know Kajabi has some capabilities like I think the relatively expensive thing I pay for on Kajabi has something like three that you can do (laughs) um so I mean I definitely want I want to figure out don't you dare sorry that's okay (laughs) um but I mean at this point like I have to I'm I'm still TAing uh, right now and I have to I have to teach two classes next semester so um, I've kind of I think decided I'm focusing a little bit more on finding my voice and kind of the building the audience parts um, rather than the sales part because I don't urgently need the money so you know we're going we're going slowly but yeah I definitely think in the long run, I don't want to be doing whatever the hell I just experienced over this <laughs> weekend. I don't want that. <laughs> I get that. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I, I get that because I, I, I see all these marketers that I really like, uh, like online, but then they all do the same thing. And I'm just like, I just don't want, I want part of what you do, but not all of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I was I was watching on. Um, I mean, so like I've just recently kind of started shifting my thinking to like maybe I need to conceive of myself first as like a course creator, and mm-hmm. then I am a course creator that has some coaching opportunities instead of like a coach first and foremost. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, because like, well, basically what I want to do is the same kinds of things I did in the academy. I just want it to be about, um, you know, more concrete things that matter. And I want to make it in a more approachable way than what you have to do in the academy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think like course creation is more similar to like what I would be doing as a professor. So I want to go that direction. So I started doing some research and stuff on it just a little bit, like popping around YouTube and this one lady was saying, you know, she watches, she like goes to these webinars and like she watches a bunch of this stuff and she's like, you can a hundred percent spot the click funnels, like <laughs> the Russell Brunson, like webinar script. Like, you can watch it happening before oh, yeah. it comes out of their mouth. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and she was like, well, when you do that, it ends up being kind of like, if, if, your audience sees that or gets any hint of that, then it feels like you're just there to make money. You're not actually like, you know, trying to care about people or like actually bring value to them. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I feel like the ideal thing is to like take some of the Russell Brunson ideas and then like craft them to be a little bit more novel so it's not just like fill in the blank and you don't have to be the kind of person that Russell Brunson is to like make it work yeah yeah (laughs) so Russell Brunson keeps saying he's an introvert and I'm like "Ah, I'm not so sure (laughs) yeah that doesn't strike me I mean I think it's cool right now to be kind of geeky or like introverted so I think people tend to identify it also like helps them sell stuff right because he's trying to tell people who aren't good at these things by nature that they can be good at it yeah yeah so I mean that's that's one thing that's very uncomfortable about the salespeople. it's hard you know they know that in order to sell they have to come off as authentic so Mm -hmm. like figuring out like what actually is authentic about what they're saying and what's like strategic that they're saying is is difficult it's and it's uncomfortable to be like that was a big problem with a thing over the weekend like this guy had a very traumatic past and mm-hmm. he was trying to like i mean he was leaning heavily on his his traumatic past to say like well look anybody can do this thing and like i don't it was you know i'm somebody who works with trauma like that's my thing right I deal with um toxic I don't deal with toxic people I can do that (laughs) (laughs) I deal with the people around toxic people um, right which those people experience a lot of trauma because of the toxic person Mm -hmm. and I don't know like there was something very weird about the way he was using his traumatic past as like a selling point in the stuff he was doing and he was supposed to be sharing his story but there was this tension this whole time where he was like oh I'm not about my ego I'm not telling you these things because I'm so great but then in like the next breath he'd be like but I'm really great because of all the we need to come up with like some kind of like parody of these webinars to put on YouTube and then <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we'll just get wealthy off of making fun of the wealthy people's strategy <laughs> we need to make a parody off uh, about coaches coaching coaches on coaching <laughs> <laughs> yes that's, that's what the whole weekend was, it was exactly that 
<laughs> I um I have this guy on my friends list because uh, there there are a few like guys from the like the click funnels group that I have added just because you know but th- this one guy is actually like really fucking funny because all he does is make like make memes making fun of like coaches coaching coaches and it's like okay I like you <laughs> I like you specifically <laughs> and he says like a, like a bunch of like two comic club like winners have like blocked him <laughs> it's like I, I like you even more <laughs> Yeah, that's got to be some level of achievement if you get blocked by the people. <laughs> oh, man. No, it's, it's a wild world out here. And, like, I just feel like, I feel like there's lots of people who don't do this stuff, who are successful. They're just not selling They're themselves. not in your face about it, yeah. Yeah. Like, they're not making money off of the fact that they did the thing. They're just doing the thing, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> so, but I don't know. I want to find those people. <laughs> <laughs> These other people are exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was surprised by how much it just kind of like took out of me. Like, I mean, there's something so invasive about somebody selling you that way that's just, you know it's just like emotionally draining. Like, I don't know, I guess right. maybe like some people thrive on it or it's exciting, but if somebody is telling me that I should be excited, I'm immediately miserable. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the way to get me to do something. That's definitely not the way to get me to hand over 15 freaking thousand dollars. Yeah, I know. That's insane. <laughs> Doing that. Uh yeah so like shoot kind of along that same lines i've i i think i'm like slowly getting comfortable with weaving my story into like my memes and shit but after that like i'm nervous about trying to monetize uh my my page because i've i don't know like i like because i don't i've never seen anyone monetize a meme page and i was never intended to be a meme page but now i am <laughs> and i don't know how that's gonna go you can totally do it like you do it through merch right like you put yeah, yeah. your best performing meme on on a shirt and then you're rich <laughs> <laughs> but i i follow the uh the i fucking love science page on facebook and yeah. i've seen them run ads and i go to the comments and people are like oh what the fuck like you know, like are you like are you hurting for money or something <laughs> it's like well i mean she's got a successful page she might as well but you know i don't know <laughs> yeah i mean it, it's difficult because people people get mad when you do things to try to make money yeah and like that's kind of frustrating but I mean, there are some low key ways to do it. So maybe like memes is a space where like Patreon would start to make sense. Because mm-hmm. like you could create some memes that you don't share with the group and then that goes to your Patreon members. And then that's that's kind of like a membership based thing. But it, it's a it's a creative thing to make memes. So um, I think that's like a cut like a way at least some people kind of separate the two environments yeah well i'm in a weird space where i was originally supposed to be a mom blog and i wanted to sell printables and i think i could still do that i'm just not sure how 
how much my audience overlaps with the mom blog audience. <laughs> but. Yeah. I mean, one thing you might try is, like, polling your audience. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing that in stories on Instagram, and it's it's been very helpful. Like, it it makes me feel more confident in the, the directions that I take because I'm not just doing it based on what I think the people want. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, you have to give them like pretty specific questions. Like you have to be good at formulating what, what information you're really looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was looking up this weekend how to, cause like, I, you know, I've just kind of, you know, part of me has just decided that like, I'm not really focused on making money immediately. I'm focused more on kind of like building up my Instagram. Like that's my main thing at this moment. Yeah, yeah, same. I'm like just audience building right now. So, and like, I mean, the thing the guy this weekend was all about was like that that's stupid. You don't need to build an audience. Like, what you need to do is go interact with the pre existing audience because other pages have already like congregated the people. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I've heard both things. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't, I don't want to do that. I want to do the thing where I build the audience. So that's just what I'm doing. Like, whether it's the right thing or the wrong thing, it's the thing I want to do. So, but I was like bouncing around the internet and I was like, okay, so like basically my business right now is a website and I'm going to have a free mini course and I have a Calendly so you can schedule with me. Um, but right now it's basically an Instagram and I was like, okay, so how do you make money on Instagram? Yeah. <laughs> And the answer is unpleasantly. <laughs> yeah. But well, you can try um, affiliate marketing, which is like the whole thing. Like that, that's the whole reason I got into like um, audience building and like, you know, like trying to build an email list in the first place was that I was trying to do affiliate marketing through my blog. And then I fell into the weird click funnels hole and I don't know where I am now. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, you could try promoting other people's products. But I don't, like, for the space you're in, I don't suggest trying to go to ClickBank because ClickBank is, like, a lot of, like, weird, like, weight loss stuff. And I guess that's where, like, they make most of their money and it's, like, really uncomfortable. And that's why I've never promoted anything from there. <laughs> but Yeah, I mean, so that's, that's a general issue with the kind of space I'm in. And especially because I deal with kind of, like, trauma and, like, I deal with heavy things. And these are people who generally are not inclined to trust other people. Um, right, yeah. Which is reasonable. Like, they, they should be suspicious. But because, like, my entire audience comes to me already suspicious, <laughs> <laughs> this is a great space to be like, by the way, here's some shampoo I really like. <laughs> like I don't know. I can't figure out how that works. Like, I yeah same <laughs> so I mean I can't just generically affiliate market um I mean there were some suggestions I've read that are like well if you want to work with a particular brand or something like you try to create content that you know uh interacts with their brand way before you're getting paid to do it and you like try to get their attention this way mm-hmm. uh but like, I can't, what, are, what even freaking products or like brands are there in the world that focuses on toxic people? I'd like to know they might have helped you. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, 
yeah so like, that, that was my thing is i don't want to promote a product that i wouldn't use myself so like there's this uh course i guess called like positive parenting solutions and for affiliates you can get a 14-day trial for free so i finally started going through it and i was like okay this is decent i i'd feel comfortable you know promoting this but it took me so long so long to get around to doing that because i don't even do courses like why would i promote a course that like when i don't even do them so yeah yeah i mean there's something there's there's something about authenticity here and then there's the concerns about trust and there's like it just feels like such a minefield like yeah I just I don't I don't really know what what to do honestly like all the ways people suggest that you can make money on Instagram were basically things that seemed inappropriate for right for my face <laughs> and like I found I've been trying to like go on Instagram and the people who work in this the, the same or similar space to me I've been trying to go and see who they follow mm -hmm. and like collect some other examples of people who have like, I mean, okay. So like really weird thing. There are people who have, you know, 20,000 followers. Like a lot of the pages I follow are around that. There's a couple that go up to like a hundred thousand. Mm -hmm. Like if you look at how people interact with their posts, I have more interactions on the majority of my posts than a mm -hmm. lot of those big accounts not all of them some of them get to like a thousand likes or whatever but it's pretty common for me to you know probably once or twice a week right now I'm hitting like more than 300 likes on a thing with like 30 comments huh. on it so that's weird and people say that like the interaction part is more important than just the likes mm-hmm so that's kind of weird for me to figure out like how I fit into this space. And I don't understand why I'm getting so much interaction. Like it's not. <laughs> they love you. They really love you. <laughs> probably not it. I think <laughs> right now I try to respond to almost everyone that posts because I have, I have the space to do that at this moment. Right. Um, so I think that encourages people who have done it once to maybe come back. Um, but I don't know. So I, I can't exactly figure out where I am. And then when I look at how these other people are making money, it's, it's not, it's not clear that it's coming from Instagram at all, right? Like they have an Instagram, um, but that's not the meat and potatoes. They're doing something else. So I don't know what I'm doing. Basically. I haven't found you know, like, in quick funnels. I talk a lot about like, find a funnel to hack. Like find someone else doing the thing you want to do and copy that or mm -hmm. i mean you're not supposed to copy it's, it's be inspired it's by it yeah <laughs> copy it copy it <laughs> um it's I, I i don't i can't find those for my space i know there are people it's not an issue with like there there isn't this niche i know it's there but like i don't know it feels very, it feels like the blind leading the blind. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I feel <laughs> like people I like on the pages, it's not clear from their Instagram that they know what they're doing. They seem to be doing it full time. So presumably they're making money somehow, but it's not always so easy to tell like what's happening with that. They're probably selling the, sh the shampoo they like, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> 
on. No, it's crazy. I keep getting people like messaging me saying like, hey, would you like to be a brand ambassador? Oh, yeah. I got that when I first got on Instagram. It was weird. I only had like like two followers and it was like, oh, hey, I like your picture. (laughs) Go away. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I've gotten it a couple times. They're from like random things. It was was, like a vegan brand. (laughs) What about this made you think I was a vegan? I'm like, I'm not even sure the things are real. Like, I go, because, like, there's a, they're always from accounts that have no followers and have no picture. And they always yeah. say, like, hey, would you like to work with us? Like, go look at our page and, like, message us on our main page if you're interested. And, like, this probably happened six times. And all <laughs> of the different pages look the same. <laughs> right. They're women wearing white t-shirts or black t-shirts with white, like some words on it, and then some pictures of some plants, and like <laughs> they're all exactly the same. I'm like this has to be a scam. I don't understand it. This cannot be real. It's not. I don't think it's a. It's a scam. It's just that they're starting. They're just starting out too, and that 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 is a popular technique that you know people like learn if they're just starting out and they don't want to do paid ads. They t- like I like I I've seen it where they're like, oh yeah, just find someone on Instagram who will like pro- like you can send a free product to and they'll promote your product. And I'm like, what like. I don't know, but when I, like, I've gotten those messages, too, and I'm like, I'm the wrong person, like, why are you sending this to me? (laughs) Like, I'm definitely not an influencer by any means, this is weird. (laughs) Yeah, no, I was, I was looking at, like, well, what is it, like, when do you start to be, like, what are the numbers you need to see, right? Right, yeah. I mean, there is a thing called, like, a micro-influencer, which has like like maybe like five thousand followers, um, but then like to be like the for reals, these ones are like crazy numbers. <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I'm I'm not close anyways at, at two thousand at this moment. Although I mean, I've had some pretty rapid growth, but I'm worried that it's kind of plateauing for reasons I can't figure out. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's not good, you know. Like I I don't I think I would like really have like a serious mental breakdown if I tried to just be an influencer because (laughs) your entire business your entire way of making money is like subject to the to the Instagram algorithms yeah yeah (laughs) that's just that doesn't seem like a way to live like (laughs) no definitely not (laughs) I mean that's that's good that that's why you're building the email list in case your Instagram goes poof with the with the Thanos snap um <laughs> yeah I mean I saw someone in my space had this happen to them I didn't really know them very much um I mean I don't know them personally at all but like I I just interacted with their page a little bit and like then there was like suddenly all these angry posts where she was like she was basically like screw you guys you can't keep me down I'm gonna come back like I went and looked at her page and they had like deleted like her year's worth of content off of Instagram oh wow and so she, I mean, she, I think she just basically decided to like pick it up where she had left off and um, just ignore, cause she still had her followers, like her whole page didn't get deleted, but she, all of her content had gotten, I don't know if it was like, there was a, you know, rules violation or if it was a glitch or like, I have no idea what it was, but whew, that's <laughs> terrifying. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. 
that is horrifying. <laughs> not the life. So, I mean, there's some balance here. Where, like I want to build an audience and I want to push people toward my, um, email list. Although I'm, you know, I need to figure out how to offer more value on the email list. Like I need to think through that more. Um, mm -hmm. but, uh, what I haven't figured out yet is like how to actually get like my posts on Instagram to drive that traffic. Mm -hmm. uh, most of what I do now is offer value for people like struggling with these kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And that's cool. That's like not a bad thing, but like if I'm going to do this as my main thing, it's got to like be more than just like the occasional person clicking into my website and signing up. Yeah. Yeah. So have you gotten um have you gotten people opting in to your uh to your newsletter or anything? Can you can you see that? I'm I'm sure you can yeah. see that, right? Yeah. Have you gotten so, anyone uh, besides me? <laughs> yeah, so there's ten people who are not you, me, or Sally, basically. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah, and then there's like twenty-ish people um who have given me their email through the website and then probably like five or six that have given it to me through um signing up for a 15-minute consultation oh, okay um, cool but like not all of us have opted in so like I, ca I can push out an email out to the people who didn't opt in to encourage them to opt in that kind of thing mm -hmm. um so i need to I need to focus on the email thing. The problem is I get these kind of emails and I just like never read them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's hard. It's hard for me to like be like, I'm going to produce junk mail. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm the same way. I'm just like, I I stay opted into all these email lists and all I do is just swipe right past them. Like, why would I, why am I still here? Then I remember it's always because I'm waiting on some kind of discount code for like Black Friday or like stuff like that. And that's like literally the only reason I stay opted into things. Yeah. <laughs> so like, how do you be true to the fact that like, I mean, I need to use the email list somehow. I need to like provide value. There's exactly one email list that I still regularly open and that's Cal Newports. Um, <laughs> he wrote Deep, Deep Work. Um, I don't know if you know this book. Um, no. <laughs> but he's like a computer engineer something. He He's a professor, but he does all this pop kind of stuff, like mainstream stuff. And um, he, they're kind of like his blog posts, but they're pretty short. There's usually like an image. He brings good value and I open those. It's like the only one I can think of that I regularly open. Otherwise, I mean, I have a bunch that I subscribe to because in, in theory, they're like, the same people working in the, the same space as me with toxic people. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I just don't open them. So yeah. Like I, I actually found like a mom blogger who is like in the air force or whatever. And I'm subscribed to her thing, but I swipe right past that too. And I'm like, this is the exact thing I was looking for. And I just don't read it. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. So like, how do you make it? something that you would read like that's the goal right like you're sending out yeah. something if it had come to your desk you would be like yeah i'm gonna open that <laughs> well i don't read <laughs> that's like the worst problem ever because i like to write and i don't read <laughs> I, I don't even read my stuff <laughs> you don't 
you do not need to worry about that lady. I have gotten, I have <laughs> almost gotten a PhD and I don't read either. <laughs> like, this shit is wild. Like, <laughs> I've gotten like a few blog posts out and I, I never go back and read them. Like, <laughs> well, like, maybe there are people who are the inverse of us. Like, they don't, they hate writing, but they love reading. Oh, maybe. <laughs> like, maybe we need to, like, right to ourselves in this alternative reality <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, it's a puzzle i gotta i gotta work on it i need to like stay focused on it. i have not been focused worth crap lately like uh we didn't talk much about current events but you know no no on fire so that's like slightly distracting especially because like my area keeps setting record numbers and like no one ever wears a mask so <laughs> I'm just distracted, but I need to focus long enough to figure out like how could I write an email that at least some version of myself would actually spend the time to open and read. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> yeah, oh I so every so often I get these like random messages on Facebook too where it's like someone I like I don't even know will send me a message and like and be like oh I read your blog and um this post was great and it really resonated with me and I'm like cool I don't remember what I wrote (laughs) 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 but I appreciate that (laughs) yeah no it's it's wild. We got to figure it out, though. This has got to be, like, some kind of block. Like, everyone's yeah. on an email list. Like, we both understand, like, why the email list is important. There has to be some way that we could put together emails that we might actually be able to stomach opening. <laughs> oh. oh, so I finally, like, I, I just recently opened up the WordPress app in my phone, and I saw that I'm actually getting traffic, which is weird, because I think the whole reason, like, like literally the whole reason I got into, like, you know, like, the ClickFunnels thing was because um, I was trying to drive traffic to my blog, so I think I've finally come around full circle to why I was doing this in the first place, <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, it's actually working. <laughs> So I'm finally getting some traffic. It's not huge. It'll be like two or three people every day, but you know. So it's think, a start. I mean, yeah, yeah. That matters. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe on next week's episode, we can speculate on the solution to these problems. Yes, I like that. We've done an excellent job identifying why we cannot tolerate the thing we're trying to do. (laughs) Thanks for listening to this week's episode. We release a new podcast episode every week and be sure to check us out on social media. Louise is at empowerment through thoughts on uh, Instagram and on Facebook And you can find Beta at To Go Ashore. Thanks.